With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Make some noise. Yo! Yo! Yo, this, who is this guy, is Wes McElroy on Fox Sports 910 and FoxSportsRichmond.com. Call the show at 345-0910 or email Wes at FoxSportsRichmond.com. Here he is. He is the man. Wes McElroy. Off and running into the 8 o'clock hour. Coming up, a wild night and a wild comeback in the Bronx. Steve Garner of USA Today will join us. For today, will be the Astros, will be the Yankees. What to think after watching yesterday and the comeback by New York. And are the Chicago Cubs donezo after today because the Dodgers look like the team in complete control of the NLCS. Welcome in. Phone number is 345-0910. Twitter handle at West, Fox Sports 910. Thanks to John Laser, voice of the Hokies, a little bit later on this hour. Dave Kane, the voice of the Virginia Cavaliers on a play-by-play Wednesday. You can hit up the show. Poll question is up and available. We'll get into that, foxsportsrichmond.com. Going to talk some baseball here because I watched baseball last night. Baseball was so thrilling, was so enthralling that I could not turn the remote. I could not flip the channel. And there's part of me that's glad that they did not flip the channel because I would have had to see this live. This is the guy that probably hit the biggest shot in Cavs history. They're going up. Oh, my goodness. Hayward came down so hard. Okay. Hayward broke his leg. Hayward has broken his leg. Hayward has broken his leg. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And that is how quickly a season can change. Gordon Hayward going down last night. Paulie, somebody just brought it to my attention that you can actually hear the leg snap in that call. Yep. Absolutely. Play the first three sec. Play the first couple seconds again, because I I did not hear it. But here, once again, this is from TNT. Kevin Harlan, Reggie Miller last night. This is the guy that probably hit the biggest shot in Cavs history. Going up. Oh, oh my! Okay, there it is. Oh. Yeah, I. That's the worst part for me. Absolutely, by far the worst part. It was brutal last night. I just I. I know people get oversympathetic, and they say, I feel for a player. And, and I saw some stuff last night. I think Dwight Howard said, let the Lord take you. Like, he's not dead. But Gordon Hayward, I mean, you just had to feel for the guy. And all basketball aside, to see him on the floor, like, I can't – what's the most pain you've ever been in? And I, I say this as someone who has lived – and I'm not going to put it on a sympathy party here, but I've lived 36 years with Crohn's disease. I've had some bad, really, pun intended, crappy days. But the most pain that you could ever imagine yourself in, that you've ever been in in your entire life. Oh, my goodness. And I've, I've never broken a bone or anything like that in my life, so I've never experienced that. I think the most pain I've ever been in, trying to think here. I know when I was a kid, I got braces. And when they first got on, I mean, my entire mouth okay. felt like, oh, it was terrible. So it takes that, times that by a million, and then to the depths of infinity, and we have no clue what Gordon Haywood went through last <laughs> yeah, night. To see exactly. that video where there's the one shot of him where he's on, on his butt. He's obviously gone down. He's on the floor. To see him almost do the spin move 
where he spins his legs out of harm's way, which I don't know how you process to do that, but you spin your legs around and to see the leg dangling in the air, I just, I, I'm, I'm sorry if you're trying to process breakfast right now and I'm bringing back memories. And if, if you've not seen it, don't go watch it. But I watched it last night and Gordon Hayward, you just, your heart breaks for the guy and to see the reaction, it, not that you need it any more than to see the leg but to see the player's reaction, to see the people around him, to see LeBron James kind of does one of those, like, looks down, like, guys down below me, looks down, you okay? Oh, and see LeBron, and then LeBron kind of started this domino reaction where people started looking, like, what's LeBron's problem? Oh, God, there's Gordon Hayward. And the, the Cavaliers bench, oh, here's LeBron James afterwards. My thoughts and prayers go out to Gordon and his family. Hope for a speedy recovery, you know, healthy recovery. Um, I've seen a couple uh, injuries like that in my lifetime. I've seen Paul George when it happened to Paul. Um, I seen. I was watching the game with Sean Livingston and when he was with the Clippers, and I was watching um, NCAA basketball with uh, Kevin Ware when he was at Louisville. Um, and those are, you know, injuries that you know you never see coming. You never want to happen. No matter who it is, no matter what the stature, no matter how much competitive nature that you have, it was just uh, very unfortunate. I put on Twitter this morning, things I never need to see again in my life. Kevin Ware's leg injury, Gordon Hayward's leg injury, Paul George's leg injury, and Clint Malarchuk being cut on the ice. There are four things that I never need to see, never need to YouTube, never need to Google again. It was that brutal. But Gordon Hayward last night, to see him go down, and and look, I don't want to be cold here, but there's the basketball side of this. Gordon Hayward, you go do the power ranking in the list of significant moves of the NBA season, what I love so much about this NBA offseason was it wasn't everyone just sitting there going, okay, Golden State, Cleveland again. We'll just, we'll just wait this out. No, people jumped into the fire, man. People, the, the West, people loading up, making moves, Houston, OKC, and, and in the East, Boston, before they get a shot at Golden State, they got to get through Cleveland. So they make these moves. They bring in Hayward. They, they, they get Kyrie Irving. And to have that happen seven minutes into the season, it's just, it was brutal to see, and it's a brutal blow to Boston. On Twitter, at West, Fox Sports 910. And yes, I'm one of those people who did not see it live. I'm one of those people that had to go find it on the internet, one of those people who regret finding it on the internet. The reason I did not see it live was I was watching the Yankees coming back. Swung on and line, base hit, right center field in the alley. Didi was running, Judge scores. Here comes Didi, he is going to score. Sanchez, a two-run double to the gap in right center. One of the greatest rallies I've ever seen. Steve Gardner, USA Today, he's seen some great rallies in baseball, and he joins us on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline from the Bronx. Just before we get to X's and O's and moves and mistakes, what was it like to be there and see that in person? It was nuts. Um, <laughs> Yankee Stadium, you know, it, the, this version of Yankee Stadium gets a, a little bit of a tough rap as not as um, uh, excited and, uh, and more antiseptic than the past versions of Yankee Stadium, but I can't imagine it being much louder or much crazier than, uh, than it was last night when the Yankees were coming back in that eighth inning. It was just an amazing thing to watch, and and to to a man, every Yankee in the in the clubhouse said that the crowd helped fire them up and pull them through, and you know, it's like the crowd almost willed them to come back and and win that game last night. You were probably in the ball. You were in the press conference two nights ago. Joe Girardi, we played the clip yesterday. He said after Game Three that Aaron Judge is a game changer, and sometimes that may be 
a little bit too complimentary. But last night, how much did the mood, how much did you sense? And I thought A.J. Hinch made a quick move way too quick. I thought he pulled, uh, pulled McCullers too early. But what are we seeing here from Aaron Judge in this postseason in terms of being a game and series changer? Well, he came into it, you know, into this series, and in, in, in fact, into this uh, section of the series uh, when they came home in, in a big slump and was striking out pretty much and looking bad and doing it in just about all of his at bats. But he's uh, once he's gotten home here at Yankee Stadium and the big at bats have come, he has been up to the challenge. And um, yeah, I, I don't know that necessarily pulling McCullers that was about as as much as he could give the Astros. It's just the fact that. Uh, you know, nobody in the bullpen was able to get anybody out. And you've got your best pitcher if you're Houston, and your best pitcher has, has five hitters that he pitches to, and he gets one guy out. That's, that's not getting the job done. They couldn't have asked for, for much more from, from Lance McCullers last night. It was just, you know, the bullpen needed to get, what, nine outs and uh, couldn't do it. What are we seeing here from Houston? Because they're still a young team, and the Yankees are a young team. But now the Yankees have sucked back momentum. You got another game back in the Bronx tonight, and Houston was sitting there. They've been lacking offense in this series, and there was a point last night where they're up in this game 4 nothing. and in the chambers, Verlander and Dallas Keuchel. What about Houston now? I think that's where they've got to uh, rely on that strength of those two pitchers. You know, Verlander did it pretty much by himself in game two, went the distance. Uh, they're going to need Dallas Keuchel to go very deep in uh, in game five tonight. And um, I, I think that's one of the things that the Astros do still have. You know, even if they're not hitting, they've got those pitchers. Keuchel has been outstanding against the Yankees over his career. And uh, Verlander, well, we know what Verlander can do. So, yeah, I think if you're Houston, you still have to remember that you came to New York, all you needed to win was one game here, and then you got two shots back at home. So uh, I think you know, they had a shot to win both of these games so far, and the Yankees were able to come back and, and win. So I think if you're Houston, you, kind of be, you can be a little bit confident because you have Keuchel on the mound tonight. Houston, New York, that'll be the 508 first pitch. Fox Sports 1, Dallas Keuchel, Mashahiro Tanaka, Steve Gardner covering that, USA Today and usatoday.com. And then you settled in and watched the Dodgers and the Cubs last night, or should I say you just watched the Dodgers be the clear-cut better team in this series? Yeah, yeah. the Dodgers are looking really, really good. And, it, you know, it's, it's almost uh, wistful for, for Washington Nationals fans to think, wow, you know, the Nationals could have given the Dodgers a little bit better of a, of a game here. but um, and, and this, too, the other thing, the Dodgers don't even have what many people consider maybe their best player in Corey Seager. They're doing this all by themselves um, uh, without Seager. It's, it's a pretty impressive display of, of just how good the Dodgers are, and um, you know, they, they seem to be peaking now. I know you got a mix there. I mean, Andre Ethier last night. He like all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, Andre Ethier's still playing. He's playing left field for the Dodgers. He goes yard last night. Uh, this series, though, Steve, to you and the Dodgers have been, in my opinion, the best team in baseball. Is this more about what the Dodgers are, or more about what Chicago's lacking this year? No, I think it's it's the Dodgers and their excellence. I mean, what they won 104 games or something like that during the regular season. This this team can do so many things well. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a good thing for, for the Dodgers to be playing as well as they are right now. And uh, I think, yeah, they, they look like the team to beat, to tell you the truth. 
Well, you have fun. Appreciate you getting up early. Go enjoy your day and go enjoy game five tonight, my man. Thanks so much, Wes. You got Talk it. Talk to you later. Steve Gardner, USA Today, usatoday.com, joining us from the Bronx, where tonight it's going to be fun. This is just, I mean, here we are. It's 2-2, and Houston's not, look, they, they, they blew that last night. They had the opportunity. They had a great setting right in front of them. And I said this earlier, like, I want to love, I want to embrace Houston. And I don't know, I don't know if people are embracing Houston because they're still, I think people are just getting to know about this Houston team. And there's a lot of good stories. And this is a team that has gone from worst to first in a very quick amount of time. But I, I feel a little dirty in saying this and I'm not jumping on a bandwagon, but it's kind of hard not to enjoy the Yankees. And I just saw Paulie's face. He just kind of went, bleh. It does feel dirty. It They're feel, so fun to watch. It though. is, that, and, and that, it's hard not to like guys like Aaron Judge. You know, he's he's such a good guy. And watching him at that home run, I was like, "Hey, good for you." And then I was like, "Oh no, you're a Yankee, though." To watch them last night, and these are the they're the baby bombers, as they're calling them. But to see this team and to see the different components where there is there's youth and there's veterans, and to see just uh, it's not the elite Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, like. It's not the guys who've been there, done that. It's this new group of guys. I mean, like Todd Frazier. Gentleman called in yesterday and was talking about Todd Frazier. Total boy-like love for the game. The dude's hopping over the railings over a double in like the sixth inning. You got to love it. What's the old saying? These are not your grandfather's Yankees? No. And in, in Joe, even Joe Girardi was talking about it last night. Joe Girardi's like, this, this is taking me back to when they first started getting on the roll in the 95, 96 years. Yankees are a lot of fun to watch. Houston's a scrappy team. This thing is far from done. And the Dodgers, they are clear-cut the better team. And I'm not that guy. I don't like to be that guy. The Cubs went out and that won that series against the Nationals. But you can't help but think that the Nationals would have given the Dodgers a better series. But the Nats just can't get past the first round. Went away in on baseball. Phones are open next, 345-0910. I'm infatuated with the baseball. It's been a lot of fun. There are NFL headlines to go over, including the latest on Zeke Elliott, what I am calling a significant injury to the Redskins, and guess what, kids? NFL ratings down again. We'll do that next on Fox Sports 910. This is the call of the night. Swing and a high drive. Deep right center. There she goes. Caught. What a catch. And it may be the catch of the season. He runs to the 40. The guy is drunk. But there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. On Fox Sports 910. Oh, the phone, everybody. Swung on and line. Base hit. Right center field in the alley. Dee was running. Judge scores. Here comes Dee. He has got a score. Sanchez, a two-run double to the gap in right center. One of the greatest rallies I've ever seen. John Sterling on the call. We had to go with both the baby bombers last night. Going into New York, everybody said, this team needs more from Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez. Well, last night... Game three, they got more from Judge. Game four, they got it from Judge. Last night, 0 for 13. Gary Sanchez breaking out. And the Yankees tie this series. All knotted up at two. Game five tonight at five o'clock. Call the night brought to you by Call Federal. Passionately local banking. Phones are open if you want to talk some baseball. Phones are open to basically anything you want to yap about. 345-0910. You had that judge in New York last night. You also had another judge in New York last night. Ezekiel Elliott is now not suspended temporarily. Uh, don't worry. If you're as confused as I am, <clears throat> if I am confused, you're confused. We're all confused. It's understandable. 
federal judge in New York yesterday, Judge Paul Crotty, the U.S. District Court, Southern District of New York, handing down a uh, temporary restrain from enforcing the suspension of Ezekiel Elliott. Now, I saw people jump last night. They jumped on my Twitter account. L for Goodell. Another loss for the NFL. Uh, this was a bad inning, if you will, in this court case. It continues to drag on. All I can tell you right now is that Zeke will play for the next two weeks. And yes, Redskins fans, that does include the October 29th game, which you thought, whoo, don't have to deal with that. Yes, you'll have to deal with that. He will play this Sunday against the Niners. We'll play against the Redskins on the 29th. Nothing will be done because Judge Crotty scheduled a hearing for October 30th. So Zeke will definitely play for the next two weeks. After that, I, I don't know. I'm not even going to try to guess. I'm not even going to attempt. I'm so lost in this thing right now. I don't know if this favors the NFL. I don't know if this favors Zeke. I don't know if on October 30th they'll rule in favor of Zeke. I don't know if they'll, the NFL will jump back in and get this thing halted. The only two things I wonder right now from both sides, one – is Zeke playing with fire because the NFL could ultimately win? He'd have to sit six games, and if you're sitting six games in November, December, how costly is that to Dallas? Now, Ezekiel, it's not sitting. He's not going to say, you know what, I'm just going to sit this one out because his reputation, his name is on the line, and either one of two things are happening here with Ezekiel Elliott's people. They feel that nothing was done, and they're not taking Anything less than nothing at all. Like they don't want him to not. They don't want him to miss a single game. He's done nothing wrong, or they know that the NFL's got nothing in the end, and it can't stick to Zeke, and he's not going to miss a game. So I wonder, does this get pushed down the road to where Zeke sits later in the season, or does the NFL look around and say, you know what, kind of hurt for star power right now, ratings are down again. Maybe we'll just wait till the offseason to fight this for another day. I don't know what happens. But what I do know is Zeke on the field for the next two weeks. And part of our poll question dealing with lack of star power. Uh, this from Darren Ravel, ESPN.com. NFL ratings down seven. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And a half percent from last year. So our poll question is up. Why are you watching less of the NFL? Is it politics and protest? Bad product hurt stars? Weather's been great. I'm going outside. Or I'm just not watching less. Paulie, we're getting a big reaction to the poll question. What do we got? 41% saying they're not watching anything less. Now, of the other three options, uh, protest politics currently leading that 25% saying that's why they're uh, not watching. 
You can vote at FoxSportsRichmond.com. You can jump on at West Fox Sports 910. I'm getting a couple different reactions, some in agreement with the options of the poll question, some not. You had the NFL owners and the players meeting yesterday. They said there was significance. They said there was good dialogue. They said there was back and forth. I just saw that President Trump has fired off one of his tweets. He's gone after the NFL. Said them not enforcing a rule on standing for the national anthem is total disrespect for the United States. That battle continues. This time last year, I did not believe Colin Kaepernick had anything to do with the ratings. I still don't believe it because it was the presidential election. And once the, the election was done, the NFL ratings bounced back. Colin Kaepernick was irrelevant after week five. But this year, it definitely has something to do with it. Now, I don't think it's the only thing. Like, some people want to say, this is killing the NFL. There's a couple things that are impacting the ratings, and I'll be fair to the conversation. Streaming, cord cutting, absolutely. I think the weather's been nice. I think it's easy for people to go outside. I I do think that there are different things. Star power. I don't think the product's been bad. I do think the product's been bad. I think the past two years the product's been bad. But last year you could at least say, hey, no Aaron no Tom Brady, No Tony Romo. This year, you've had Tom Brady. This year, you've had Aaron Rodgers. You won't anymore. This year, you've had Dallas with that star power of Dak and Zeke. And ratings are lower. Ratings are down 7.5%. Yes, I do think the protests and the politics are getting in the way. And I do think the NFL knows it. See the meeting they had yesterday. And I'll admit to you guys, I got to a point where I was talked out. I said my piece on the topic. I've said what I thought. I said I thought what the NFL should do. I'm done with it. But I play the ratings game. I know you're sick of it. I get the emails. I got to move on. I also know my competitor. I know Mike and Mike are probably slamming it to death. All right, I'll back off. I'll give you an outlet because most of you need an outlet. But when it builds and builds in your frustration and your annoyance, it becomes more convenient just to say, you know what, I'm, I'm good. I'm not watching this. So I think there's a lot of different factors. But the bottom line is, Last year, you could look and say the election is the reason. This year, down 7.5% from last year, down almost uh, almost 19% over the past two years. There's a lot of factors, but politics, people's frustrations, people's aggravations, the country has never been more divided than I've seen it. It's polarizing. I mean, the two most polarizing topics in the NFL right now are two most polarizing topics in the world, at least in this demographic of people listening. One, President Trump, and however you may feel about him, and NFL protests and however you may feel about that. And those worlds have collided. And as much as you'd like to get away from it, it's right there in front of you. So, yes. Last year, I didn't see Colin Kaepernick as the factor. This year, it is a factor. But I'm always, I'm always interested when you get to the point of polls, surveys, ratings, because m- numbers can, and they are manipulated. But I am curious to hear the reaction of you in Central Virginia. If you are, in fact, watching less, and if you are, why? At West Fox Sports 910. I will come back. I have got tickets to give away because if you want to go enjoy this beautiful weather that continues in Central Virginia, I've got a four-pack of tickets to the Dominion Energy Charity Classic at CCV. I'll do that. Plus the voice of the Virginia Cavaliers. Possibly going bowl eligible this weekend. Dave Kane joining us. Fox Sports 910 and the iHeartRadio app. We will get our weekly visit from the voice of the Wahoos, Dave Kane. Virginia, Boston College, the chance for five in a row. Bowl eligibility on the line against Boston College. Dave will join us here in 10 minutes. 
West McElroy brought to you by the Dominion Energy Charity Classic, which begins tomorrow, goes through the weekend at CCV. If you would like to go, I got a four-pack of tickets. Weather's going to be beautiful. You want to head out? Didn't check out the event last year, or maybe you did and you want to go back? Well, I got your tickets right here. Caller number four gets a four-pack of tickets. 345-0910. That's 345-0910. Before we get to the Wahoos, every Wednesday we are lucky enough Brought to you by Lexus of Richmond as they give out the Lexus of Richmond Leadership Award at the end of the year. And every Wednesday, we get the spotlight and nominee, a student athlete doing some amazing things in athletics, academics, and in our community. And we welcome in from St. Christopher's, Madison Furman, baseball player, captain, pitcher, first team, all prep. We were just talking. You watched the game last night. Dude. How about that Yankees comeback, man? That was that was pretty crazy. All right, so we were talking about this earlier. Now you're you're a young, and so you don't remember like when the Yankees were super super good. But I was saying there's like this this kid like high school little league feel to the Yankees. Like you see them jumping all around. It's kind it's kind of cool to see like guys, grown men playing baseball, acting like you guys do. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. It's it's kind of that whole idea that Bryce Harper brought around a couple of years ago about playing the, playing the game like your kids and. I think now in the postseason you're seeing a lot of guys playing with a lot more energy, and it's just a totally different game. Who's your favorite pitcher? David Price. Yeah? Yeah. David Price? Yeah. You kind of have a Harper look to you, man. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. You got that stock. You got that uh, the hair thing going. Anybody ever tell you that? Yeah, I've gotten the hair comment yeah, a couple you, times. Yeah, you got a little bit of a Harper look to you. Uh, Madison Furman joining us from St. Christopher's. Captain, pitcher, first team all prep, back-to-back years. Pitcher, your favorite position? Yeah, pitcher, definitely. It's uh, good news for probably somebody who's listening right now, Sean Stifler at VCU, because you're on your way to play ball at VCU, correct? I am, I am. Now, you committed, what, your sophomore year? You made a verbal commitment? Yeah, I, I verbally committed sophomore year. What was it about VCU that you just kind of knew that was the place for you? Um, you know, being from Richmond, I, I've always wanted to stay close to home and the ability to play baseball for Coach Stifler. I mean, I, being on campus with him and the way he talked to me and you know, includes all the little details about family and being a better person and growing up um, playing for him. That would just be something that I've always wanted in a coach. And you know, Stifler's a great guy. I love the interactions I have with him, and I'm really excited to be able to play for him. No, your parents are here in studio. I looked at both of them. Stiff, if you're listening, I said to both <laughs> of them, Stiff is genuinely good people. Uh, AP Scholar with Honor attended the Virginia Governor's School Summer Foreign Language Academy. High honor list every semester. Student Council Vice President, Head Peer Advisor. You're also involved in something called Middle School Mentor. Would you like to tell us what that is? Yeah, so once a week um, as a middle school mentor, I meet with a middle schooler from St. Christopher's, and it's a really low, it's really like laid back program. Um, So I have breakfast with uh, middle schooler and I've been with him for this will be my third year and we just talk um, just building a relationship um, you know going through middle school um, you're going through a little bit of an awkward phase and so um, you know talking to a high schooler about what high school is like and how they got through middle school is just an easy thing and you know it benefits both of us um, you know I love just being able to talk with him and um, build that relationship and now with our third year you know I know so much about him and his family it's just a great time and you know he he really enjoys it and so it's it's something I love doing. I applaud you for doing it. I applaud St. Christopher's for putting it on because I one of my mentor is my dearest friend in the world uh, and it is you know you get that awkward time in your life no matter what it is and and um, mine was more career oriented in my mid-20s but to have someone there you can bounce stuff off of and for you to do it at a young age to look back just a couple years it does make a big difference. Well done Madison Furman, St. <laughs> Christopher's 
headed to VCU to play a little baseball. Uh, your ideal World Series. We got four teams left. Who do you want to see? I would say if they're going to make you stay up late on a school night, who do you want to see <laughs> as a baseball fan? Honestly, I want to see the Yankees play the Dodgers. Um, and I'm not I'm not a big Yankees fan because I am you know I've always been raised, but. Uh, you know, the way the Yankees are playing now and the energy that they bring, I think playing against the Dodgers, they got a lot of young prospects, and the pitching matchups with lining up are it's going to be strong. It's going to be, I think that would be one that will definitely go seven games. All right, lock them in. We got Madison's lock, <laughs> Dodgers, Yankees, World Series. Madison, all the best to you. Enjoy playing ball at VCU, but first, enjoy your last couple of months of high school, my man. Thank you. You got it. Madison Furman brought to you by Lexus of Richmond, their leadership award each and every Wednesday spotlighted here on Fox Sports 910. Paulie, who we give those tickets out to? Congratulations, Terry Gates of Glen Allen called in and got himself a four-pack of tickets for the Dominion Energy Charity Classic this weekend. Terry, appreciate you. More tickets to give away tomorrow. Dave Kane on the Virginia Cavaliers next, Fox Sports 910. Last call on the poll question, why are you watching less of the NFL? Protests and politics? The weather's just so darn nice outside. Lack of star power? Or I'm not watching any less of the NFL. Paulie, current results, foxsportsrichmond.com. 41% still saying, I'm actually not watching less of the NFL. Okay, keep voting, foxsportsrichmond.com. Report is NFL ratings down another 7.5%. You tell me why or why not. We have talked about a lot of things today. Good stuff, bad stuff. The extreme bad, Gordon Hayward. Ugh. So let's end the show on a high note. The Virginia Cavaliers, 5-1. and one. Dave Kane, the voice of the Wahoos, joining us on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. Dave, I'm still trying to process the words out of my mouth. Virginia Cavaliers, a chance of bowl eligibility. And then I've got to add the other part of the sentence is, Virginia Cavaliers, chance of bowl eligibility, and it's the middle of October. It doesn't all go right together, does it? And it, nor does ending the show on a high note with me, for that matter. Uh, but it, yeah, it, it is bizarro world in a lot of ways when you when you look at the way this season coming into the year. And look, let's go back even to Indiana. I, I just keep thinking about how what, what a complete 360 we've seen play out from that point in time. After Virginia loses to Indiana, people are thinking, "Oh, here we go again, one and one." You got your one win against William and Mary. You look down the schedule. I can't tell you how many people look came to me and said. Where are you getting other wins outside of maybe UConn? And here you said four wins later, and, and away we go. Now you look at the schedule, and people are saying, well, yeah, you got a chance at this one, you got a chance at this one. It's just amazing how quickly things can change. It's interesting to see the timeline, how this goes. After Indiana, I felt the same way. Oh, boy, here we go again. And then, you know, the back-to-back wins, UConn, nice, but UConn might be one of the worst teams in the country. Boise State, and then you could throw the caveat in there. Well, you know, Boise State's not the old Boise State. However... It was how they beat Boise State, which was head-turning. But you're right. The past two weeks here, off of the bye week, Dave, it's, it's interesting to see how this team finds a way to win and also, at the same time, how this team is handling success. I mean, they're not – it's not, hey, we're, it's great, we're 4-1 and one and we're 5-1. and one. Like, this, this has actually become a real solid football team in front of our eyes. I think one of the things that's fun about being in my position is getting the chance to kind of see it from the inside and work as closely as you do with these coaches and in not unlike men's basketball here at UVA I'm starting to see a transition where this team is starting to take on the personality of its head coach and in both of these guys and Tony Bennett and Bronco Mendenhall in some ways are wired very similarly in how they're going about building their programs but also just how they live their lives in a lot of ways not getting too high not getting too low that even keel 
and that's by design. But to your point, you're seeing that with this football team now, where they aren't overly celebrating these victories, although they're enjoying them. I mean, I don't think anybody you talk to in that locker room would say they're not having a, an incredibly fun time this season, especially given what they've been through. But but it is a team that's much more business-like and workman-like in their approach, and I think a lot of that has to do with some of the leadership that you have also on that team, guys like Micah Kaiser and Quinn Blanding. Uh, those are guys that are no-nonsense guys. They won't let you get out of line. So I think that's one of the real assets that Bronco Mendenhall has, not only in what they bring on the field, but what they bring off the field. Coverage begins at 11 a.m. News Radio 1140 WRVA. It is Virginia Boston College this weekend, this Saturday. We'll dive into the matchup. But since we're talking about no-nonsense guys, big question coming in this year was, could this team run? How could this team run? Uh, I don't know if I want to argue most valuable player, but how meaningful has Jordan Ellis been to this team? What a workhorse, huh? I mean, it is amazing. Actually, I'm kind of disappointed. We we ran out of time last night. I really wanted to talk to Bronco about Jordan last night because you're right. He's been outstanding for this team. The numbers don't necessarily jump off the chart at you, but uh, the last few weeks he's had career highs, and last week gets over 100 yards, over 130, but it's when his yards are coming late in games, and I think a lot of that is a testament to Jordan Ellis, but a lot of that is a testament to the way Virginia's been able to kind of pound teams down over the course of the 60 minutes in a game. Uh, that time of possession continues to really be a position. Uh, sometimes that stat is one you can look at and say, oh, does it really matter that much? But it's this with this season's team, I really do think it plays into things. Virginia's the, the fourth best team in the country when it comes to, t- comes to time of possession in the fourth quarter. We're seeing it the last couple of weeks against both Duke and UNC, these high-tempo teams. Uh, if you can get them off the field, as Virginia has been incredible in doing, their third-down defense also in the top ten nationally, if you can get off the field defensively, keep that offense out there, I swear it pays major dividends late in games, and, and Jordan Ellis's numbers really reflect that. Is Virginia's been able to kind of grind out some of these wins these last couple of weeks. Uh, grinding may be a great word to set up this game this week. Boston College and watching A.J. Dillon last week, I know they put up 40-plus against Louisville, but Louisville's just a mess on both sides of the ball right now with the exception of Lamar Jackson. A.J. Dillon, Boston College, Jordan Ellis, UVA in this defense. This, Dave, the way I've been previewing this, if you like smash-mouth, hard-nosed football, you are going to love 1230 in Charlottesville. Yeah, I think it is going to be unlike a lot of the games Virginia's been playing with these spread teams they've been going against. Uh, One of the real challenges, though, that it presents is if, in fact, Malcolm Cook is not ready to go, Virginia doesn't have a real surplus in terms of linebackers. So how do you match that big personnel grouping for Boston College if you don't feel like you necessarily have that base defense like you want it to be? Virginia's been really relying on Chris Moore, a guy who's kind of a hybrid who can go more. He's more of a defensive back, though. So does he play as big a role in this game? That's going to be really interesting to see how Bronco Mendenhall schemes this thing. And, and it's kind of fun to watch him scheme defensively, period, right now. I, I think we're starting to see him open up his playbook defensively and get a little more exotic than what we were able to see last year as he kept, kept it really simplified. So it, it's going to be really fun to watch. But, uh, I, yeah, to your point, it, it's going to be a lot of grinding out yards. And, and who can do that better? Who can make tackles? Virginia can't afford some of those breakdowns. We saw those two breakdowns against Carolina that resulted in those two big runs. Those types of things can't happen. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting chess game. Dave Kane, Tony Covington, Jay James down on the sidelines. Saturday, you can catch it at 11 a.m. Coverage begins on News Radio 1140 WRVA. Have a great call, buddy, and enjoy the moment.
Thanks, Wes. We'll talk to you soon, man. You got it. Dave Kane on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline for all of your Oriental rug cleaning needs. Just one call to Joe Hadid. Learn more. HadidMercerRugCleaning.com. I hope there's a good crew in the stands Saturday in Charlottesville for the players because they've earned it. You know, we talk we talk about hype. We talk about things where it's like, hey, you, this guy should have that. Give me this respect. Like, the players are earning it in Charlottesville. And I know this program was down in the dumps, burned a lot of people, upset a lot of people. But if you got tickets, if you consider yourself a Virginia football fan, they have earned your time on Saturday. Get out there and a chance to go to, to a bowl, that is, I don't want to say overachieving because it's real. They're, I mean, they're playing good, solid football. And am I at the point right now of buying them like Miami or Virginia Tech in the ACC Coastal Championship conversation? Naturally, no. But is this a good, solid football team that Bronco Mendenhall has? And we'll have on Saturday? Yes. And they're going. We talk about a team that made October interesting. That were, They were going into October relevant. They're going to go into November relevant. Thanks to Dave Kane, John Lazer, Steve Gardner for joining us from the USA Today from the Bronx. Paulie, let's go watch a little baseball. For Paulie V, Gary Hess, I'm Wes McElroy. You know me. Let it ride. It is out of here. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.